Welcome to If Numbers Could Talk. My name is Keelan. If Numbers Could Talk is a part of the Thinkering Group. You can find us over at thinkering.space. You can also find at Thinkering Space the Thinkering Talks podcast, the Exofathom podcast, along with the Plank Talks with Joe. When you get a chance, please check out our merchandise. We have merchandise on our website, thinkering.space, as well as merchandise at teespring.com slash thinkeringshop. Please visit, grab a t-shirt, grab a mug. We'll appreciate it. And when you do, feel free to let us know that you've decided to become a member of any of our fan clubs. Today's episode is going to be fun for me. (laughs) Today's episode is going to be based on some things that I guess people just don't understand. That's going to be the foundation. And the what they don't understand is not all professional athletes do the things that we think they're supposed to do. Statistically, not all professional athletes are going to be on the marquee. However, if someone has made it to become a professional athlete and we look at their statistics, we probably would understand that they at minimum are better than us or than the people who didn't make it that were qualified to make it in their draft and or career tenure. I don't know how you guys view it, but I always look at when guys talk about people or you hear the discussions about, oh, well, this guy wasn't that good. or This guy sucked really bad. It's like, okay, yeah. I hear that and I understand that, but uh, what did they do? Because usually, from my experience, you look at what guys did and there's something more than what you remember. For those who are not aware of how this works and what's going on, I haven't even told you who I'm talking about yet. But an idea of some of the types of players that I'm talking about from a range of players, some of these players aren't as good. You may not have heard of, and some of them are probably guys that you heard of and maybe, like myself, disagree with some of the things said about these players. Players like Rafael Arujo, or Arujo. I, I really don't know how to pronounce that, but he was a Brazilian player. Um, I want to say he was a seven-footer, around six-foot-eleven. And, yeah, Keith Kloss. Anthony Bennett, Robert Trailer, he was drafted before Dirk Nowitzki, Michael Oluwakandi, Greg Oden, Eddie Curry, Joe Smith. And most of these guys played, a good portion of the guys I just named played like 10 years, 12 years. <laughs> so it makes you question what is it about them or their careers that people didn't like. Yeah, I mean, again, not everyone is the guy on the marquee. So let's get to the two guys we'll be covering today. The two gentlemen we're covering today fall into that category of people who I understood like they had good times, bad times. Some of them, I mean, some of one of them had way better seasons than uh, I actually remember when I look back. But I also remember watching some of those games and I understood like, wait, yeah, how did we just forget that? But it happens. Those two players are. Sean Bradley and Kwame Brown. Sean Bradley was a seventh foot six player 
drafted at 235 pounds. In 1993, oh, sorry, that messed up. That wasn't supposed to be facing there. In 1993, as the second pick of the first round, Sean Bradley played for 12 years and played for three different players. Sean Bradley was the 1996-97 block champion and the 1993-90 and on the 1993-94 all-rookie team. So right then and there, you know, he was an NBA player, right? He he came in and made a difference in some way, maybe not the ways that you look for or every way that you thought he could have or should have, but in some way. Kwame Brown came into the NBA at six or is listed to have played in the NBA at six foot 11, 270 pounds. He was drafted as the number one overall pick in the 2001 draft. Kwame Brown played 12 seasons in the NBA for seven different teams. 12 seasons for seven teams. And, I mean, you really put it together. How do you keep a job for either of these guys? Both of these gentlemen kept a job for 12 seasons. But according to the rumors and the history report, verbally at least, maybe they didn't deserve it. But I mean, hey, we all have an opinion and fans, spectators more than anyone, right? That's why they call us spectators, I guess. However, Kwame Brown also went on after the his NBA career to play in the big three. He was the fifth overall pick in the big three draft, the first big three draft, I believe. It was 2017, I believe that was. So these guys play ball. Like this is what they came in for. They may not have been your favorite again. I'm going to probably say that quite a few times, but they did it. They made it. So let's talk about it. Let's really, let's really get into the numbers as we always do and break down what it is they, they did during their, their career. Um, also, there was a little bit of a criteria to even the names I named before the two guys were actually actually covering. I wanted to find guys who played a minimum of 10 years and made a minimum of $50 million in their career. So both of the gentlemen I have up here, I'm not going to tell you what they amassed in total. You could do that. I'm sure you'll find that out. Um, and I do know the answer to it. Maybe if you send me an email, drop a comment, who knows, maybe I'll say it. But both of these gentlemen made for sure over $50 million in their career on paper. We don't know what they did with it. We don't know uh, what those contracts looked like in total where they do for more and they didn't get that. I don't know. What I do know is what is noted. So let's get down to it. Kwame Brown in his 12 NBA seasons averaged 6.6 points, 5.5 rebounds, 0.9 assists, 0.5 steals, 0.6 blocks with 1.3 turnovers, 2.3 personal fouls and averaged 22.1 minutes every game of his NBA career. Sean Bradley averaged in his 12-year NBA career 8.1 points, 6.3 rebounds, 0.7 assists, 0.6 steals, 2.5 blocks for the 7-foot-6, 230-pound Sean Bradley in his 12-year career. He averaged 2.5 blocks. 1.3 turnovers and 3.1 personal fouls with 
23.5 minutes per game for his NBA career. Sean Bradley averaged in his NBA career 46% from the field, 10% from the three-point line, and 72% from the free throw line. Kwame Brown averaged in his NBA, his 12-year NBA career, 49% from the field, 11% from the three-point line, and 57% from the free throw line for Kwame Brown in his 12-year NBA career. Keeping in mind, again, both of these guys played a total of 12 NBA seasons. The totals for their seasons, when you look at it, Kwame Brown in his total career had 4,035 points, 3,333 rebounds, 554 assists, 324 steals, 376 blocks, 771 turnovers, excuse me, 1,385 personal fouls while playing 607 games for a total of 13,389 minutes for Kwame Brown. Sean Bradley had in his 12-year NBA career 6,752 points, 5,268 rebounds, 573 assists, 532 steals with 2,119 blocks, 1,059 turnovers, 2,567 personal fouls, and played a total of 832 games with 19,531 minutes altogether in his NBA career. So when we look at this, this to me looks like two guys who simply showed up to work and did the job that they were asked to do, did the job that they were capable of. And what's really interesting to me is we don't hear enough about Kwame Brown having a 30-point game. I don't remember ever even having hearing about it. Kwame Brown had a 30-point game and a couple of 20-point games as well. But we also never heard of, or I never heard of, Sean Bradley scoring 32 on three separate occasions. Or Sean Bradley having 13 blocks in one of his games. How about the four different times that Sean Bradley grabbed 22 rebounds in a single season game? We don't talk about those things. I've never heard those things about either one of these guys that they were even capable of doing that the way the 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 reports come off (laughs) but hey this is if numbers could talk so let's let the numbers continue to talk to us in the playoffs that's where it got a little more interesting to me because what i noticed for most players unless you are the superstar for a team and even then there's sometimes a minutes drop off for every single player That's not so true today in this particular episode. You'll see. Kwame Brown in his playoff career had, excuse me, averaged 8.7 points, 5.8 rebounds, 0.6 steals, 0.2, excuse me, 0.6 assists, 
0.2 steals, 0.8 blocks, 1.4 turnovers with three personal fouls in every game. And in the playoffs, Kwame Brown averaged 25.9 minutes for his playoff career. 25.9 minutes average for Kwame Brown in his playoff career. That's interesting. I've That's very interesting. Sean Bradley averaged in his playoff career three points, 3.4 rebounds, 0.2 assists, 0.2 steals, 1.1 blocks, 0.6 turnovers, with 2.4 personal fouls, and Sean Bradley in his playoff career averaged 13 minutes per game. 13 minutes for every playoff game that Sean Bradley played in. Now, Kwame Brown averaged percentage-wise in the playoffs, 50% from the field and 66% from the free throw line. Nothing from the threes. Nothing from the threes. 50% from the field and 66% from the free throw line for Kwame Brown. Sean Bradley averaged percentage-wise in his NBA playoff career, 48% from the field and 74% from the free throw line. No threes. 48% from the field and 74% from the free throw line for Sean Bradley. What about the totals? I mean, they had to have totals. I mean, unless they don't like cereal. (laughs) Joking. So, Sean Bradley, altogether in his playoff career, had 128 points, 147 rebounds, 10 assists, 7 steals, 47 blocks, 26 turnovers, 102 personal fouls, for it's with a total of 43 playoff games under his belt and a total of 557 minutes for Sean Bradley. 43 playoff games and a total of 557 minutes for Sean Bradley. Kwame Brown got had as a total in his playoff career 157 points, 104 rebounds, 11 assists, three steals, 15 blocks, 26 turnovers, 54 personal fouls with 18 games under his belt and a total of 466 minutes for Kwame Brown. 18 playoff games for Kwame Brown and a total of 466 minutes played. These numbers are interesting to say the least they're a little crazy actually um when you look at numbers and averages you start to think to yourself wait that's not what i was told that's not what i heard some of the other things that i read about these guys sean bradley didn't really have any post uh, nba playing time anywhere that was noted that i could find however kwame brown as the fifth pick in the big three draft he um was on the team. They went to the finals. Now they did lose in the finals, but they made it to the finals. Um, he also was one of the over uh, carryover team players, I believe, or uh, over carry. I can't remember exactly what the term was, but basically players that they bring back for the next season and had a few interesting games. I mean, excuse me, not interesting, but incredible games, just great games. Uh, 
multiple double-double games, a couple of 17-plus uh, point games. And again, you think to yourself, what's the deal? Um, however, I, I do find it interesting that we don't know much about what some of these guys do in their post-NBA career. A lot of guys go and still play in the pro-ams and uh, the 40-plus leagues and go overseas. And unless you look them up specifically, we do not know. So I always think find that interesting. And there's a lot of discussion going on about certain things that made me think maybe we can do an episode about people that we don't typically think of and talk about in discussions in a positive light and for once discuss what they actually accomplished. Why not? I mean, I didn't make it to the NBA, but they did. How about you? This has been a fun episode for me. As I said, I really enjoyed going through this and getting this information out. For those who enjoyed, let me know. For those who did not enjoy, let me know. I'm not one of those people who don't want to know. I definitely appreciate any type of feedback. When you get a chance, if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. Also, if you like, let the algorithm know that you like what you see and that you'd like to see more of it by subscribing. If you're on Facebook, by all means, hit the like. Love, any reaction is fine by us. I appreciate that. And when you go onto your IG, please look up If Numbers Could Talk. We are on there, YouTube, IG. Check out the website, www.thinkering.space. If you'd like to check out some other things outside of If Numbers Could Talk, there is the Screen Time Continuum podcast where myself, Nick, and Dijon break down different movies and TV shows. We do that every Wednesday and Sunday at 8 p.m. Or if you're in the theories and conspiracies, check out the ExoFathom podcast, which comes on Mondays and Fridays at, you guessed it, 8 p.m. And if you really just want to hear me rattle off numbers and that's all you're really interested in is seeing what the sports numbers are about or what the movie numbers or as we move back into those other things, what that sounds like. I appreciate you for tuning in and I'll be bringing you much more content. I appreciate you. Take care of yourself and those you love. Have a great one, guys. I, I, I moved my I moved my banner. <laughs> Have a great one. Appreciate you guys.